In her small, book-filled office at the University of Geneva, international law professor Laurence Boisson de Chazon is flipping through WTO documents. She sees no precedent for the current crisis facing the World Trade Organization. So that means that the appellate body is no more functioning. Okay? So something that was created in 95 is no more functioning. The U.S. has blocked the appointment of WTO appellate body members. These are the judges who rule on trade complaints. They're part of a system that Washington has criticized as overreaching its authority and interfering with national trade policy. As a result, the body, a kind of appeals court for international trade, now lacks the minimum three judges required to hear more cases. The court is effectively paralyzed. And that means that you can't anymore make an appeal. So you don't have any more security and predictability about what is going to happen. So they're creating a situation which is a situation of disorder as far as I'm concerned. And to what end? To what end? I don't know. I think they want to show that we can live without the appellate body because, in fact, if you look at their statement, they were saying, so we're going to start to negotiate. So that means that they think that, you know, we don't need any more third party. U.S. President Donald Trump has adopted a three-pronged approach. He has withdrawn from multilateral trade agreements, launched a flurry of bilateral negotiations, and imposed billions of dollars worth of tariffs against countries he accuses of using unfair trade practices. At the top of Trump's list are China and the European Union who have retaliated with tariffs of their own. A WTO report published last December revealed that import restrictions worldwide had reached some of the highest levels ever recorded. We hope that these uh, tensions and these, uh, uh, this process of unilateral actions is reversed somehow. Last December, WTO Director General Roberto Azevedo warned that trade relations are becoming increasingly unpredictable. And to the extent that we have unpredictability, we lose investments. And if we lose investments, we compromise economic growth. If we compromise economic growth, we compromise job creation. So this is a a lose-lose scenario for everyone. With tensions rising, trade partners are all the more in need of a neutral, multilateral body. There certainly is, as I mentioned, some form of a crisis because an important organ of dispute settlement of the WTO isn't functioning. And yet, the members of the WTO uh, have uh, a lot of options to exploit in making sure that the system continues to function. Rambod Beboudi is a trade lawyer in Geneva. He has served as a trade diplomat for Canada and as counselor at the WTO. There was a study just uh, recently um, that indicated that a really, really tiny fraction of disputes between members actually make it to the WTO. That study uh, is a systematic confirmation of the experience that we as trade diplomats and trade lawyers uh, have in our daily lives. And so only a very narrow subset of problems, uh, commercial problems between states, ends up going to a dispute, not just because they're costly or whatever, but because they also take a long time to resolve. 
Still, a paralyzed appeals body has weakened the WTO as a whole and risks sending the signal that the global body can no longer provide the protection it has for the last 25 years. For me, the losers are the small countries. You could imagine that, you know, among the big trade players, such as the European Union, the United States, uh, China, maybe Brazil, they're going to find maybe sort of room for finding a mutual agreement and so on. But you can imagine that a small country is not going to be able to negotiate with the United States. It's going to be impossible. And that's the point, isn't it? I think that's the point. It's the point is to say that, you know, when they created this system of dispute settlement in 95, it was this idea of leveling the playing field. Now, we don't know what's going to happen. And it's going to be depending very much on the goodwill of the members. And if they don't want to negotiate, maybe one day they're going to say, we're going to impose unilateral sanctions. We have enough and so on. So we're going back to a situation where the big and the, and the ones who think that they are strong are going to be the ones who impose the rule of the game. That is unless the EU and its allies find some kind of multilateral alternative. In January, the European Union and 16 WTO members agreed to build an interim appeals body. Canada and China are on board, but not the US, which continues to negotiate bilateral trade deals, one country at a time. Kyle G. Brown, RFI, Geneva.